0: so hi well in the good noise podcast we're here with pat from not my weekend we're going to ask him some questions today i'm going to start what inspired you to start the band and what's the band name mean
1: um so i mean i've always loved music uh my mom took me to see uh bowling for soup at uh, the oklahoma state fair when i was 11 and that was the band that really that was the band that really like inspired me like i want to do that like it was bigger than like i want to play guitar i want to sing it was like i want to do that you know what i mean um Uh, So that was a big part of it. And then, uh, my, I have four sisters and they had Disney channel on all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and because of that, I became obsessed with the Jonas brothers. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm (laughs) wearing their shirt right now. Uh, Um, so yeah, it's really like bowling for soup and the Jonas brothers are like the two bands that are like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be in a band. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, and not my weekend. Um, my sophomore year of high school, I got some friends together and we knew we wanted to do a rock and roll like pop punk type thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think if there's another band that's really inspired me to keep going and want a tour and stuff like that, it's All Time Low. Mm-hmm. So we just like had a list of band names, and one of them was not my weekend because of the All Time Low song waitlist. Mm-hmm. Um, we just ripped it right from there. And it wasn't even all like, that's the band name. It was like, okay, well, it'll just be this one. And it just has, it's stuck so far. So yeah. I was driving oh, today and it yeah. finally
0: clicked with me. I'm like, wait, I think that's where they got it from.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yes sir and i think waitlist is one of their best songs too so yes yeah 100 definitely um
0: and another question did you get to see the jonas brothers when they came back like
1: over the weekend? yeah i Uh saw them. we we last fall we were making a last fall we were making a record uh and my girlfriend and i went to see him in portland we were in portland making the record and we went to see him there and my friend oh this is heartbreaking i haven't told anyone this story my (gasps) friend got my friend got me a um my friend got me a meet and greet wristband for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh so I had the opportunity to meet them and we got there, like she got it because she knew someone that worked there or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then she gave it to me because we're friends. Um, but you know, like they did the meet and greet at like four o'clock and we were there at showtime at like six. So she <gasps> gave me the meet and greet r- r- band and you were like, You better run and I ran upstairs and, and I watched them walk away. Ouch. Oh, it was man. it was it was it was truly heartbreaking it was a really bummer start to the night but then they put on such a killer show it, it just, was yeah yeah
0: i uh i saw them uh here in new jersey and i i happened to get sta- seats behind the stage because i don't want to spend too much money and it was still a good show even from there so
1: yeah, yeah yeah i mean they're they're the best it was such a great set uh, like they're just so 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 good and it shows you mm-hmm. know yeah um yeah, I'm I'm confident I'll meet meet them one day. I'm not even worried about it. Exactly. It'll happen.
2: Yeah. One of these You'll days. tour with them.
1: It's, it's no, biggie. no uh, biggie. That's that's the goal, baby. That's I said thing. that to someone the other day as I want to open for the Jonas brothers. So Speak we'll see. It into oh existence. God.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah.
2: That'd be sick. Yeah. So congrats on your EP, yellow. Oh, How do you feel about thanks. the response you've gotten to it? from it
1: oh i'm yeah i'm stoked i mean uh in a lot of ways that ep uh was and is a dream come true you know um if anything i'm excited that people are kind of hungry for for more tunes and uh and embarrassed that it's been two years since we put out uh new original music and that and that is in large part due to covid currently Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's uh that ep was so awesome and is so awesome and to this day, even with all of the new songs that we've written that no one's heard, the our song "When You're Around" is like one of my favorite things I've ever done creatively, um, and uh, yeah, it's really, really, really sick. We the couple tours we did on it the Yellow Tour and the um, Next Tour and the Nesty Classified Tour we did with um, um, Happy like all of that was dream come true type stuff and and there were a couple people at like every shows that knew the words and stuff and that's. You know, that's been my whole goal for as long as I can remember, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that EP. And I love that it's happy, you know. Mm-hmm. I wrote in high school, I wrote in high school in the beginning of college, I wrote a bunch of sad songs that I just didn't mean. I was just like trying to be like the emo dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I'm just not. And like it makes me it makes me happy that the EP where I was like, you know, I'm going to write a bunch of happy songs that make me happy is the one that popped off, you know. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I'm stoked on it. Yeah. you love um, to see it.
0: So how do you feel about Thanks. your growth since you just like dropped one EP and that's it?
1: Um, I feel great about it. You know, my um, it's crazy. Cause I, I really think, and I, I hope this is, um, I hope this seems like it's the case from an outside perspective, but I really think every day we continue to get bigger. I don't think we've really slumped, even though we haven't put out new music. And, mm-hmm. and it's part of, part of that is because our band is still so small. Um, but, you know, I work every single day to make sure someone that has not heard Not My Weekend yet does. Um, and and thus far, our Spotify monthly listeners are still going up, you know, yeah. without, without new music, which is super important to me. Um, and, uh, you know, personally, I, I haven't slowed down at all. Like, obviously, we don't have new songs out right now, but there's never a day or a week where I'm not focused on new content. And I hope that that line of thinking... Uh, and that work ethic that I'm really working really hard to maintain will continue to allow us to grow regardless of whether or not there's new tunes coming out. And, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be producing new stuff every day, every week for like the next four or five years of my life. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exciting. (laughs) So where was your, oh my God, where was your headspace while writing that EP? And can you tell us a little bit about the process of making
1: it? Sure. Um, the, that's an interesting question. So we it was two years ago, uh, I, almost three years ago now that we actually recorded it, um, mm-hmm. with with our producer Neil Angle. Um, mm-hmm. I would check him out at neilangle.com. He's my favorite mix mixing engineer of all time. Um, and uh, we met him on a tour we did before the EP came out. I you know I just put some shows. We went and played him, and we met him in Portland. Um, and we showed him a bunch of demos just because he was like at the house that we were sleeping at that night. And he was like, "Yeah, man, this is cool. Let's work on it right now." And we did like uh we did like a mix and writing session on like one of the songs that night mm-hmm. just cuz like he was stoked on it. And and actually the song we worked on was When You're Around. Um oh, cool. and yeah, we all loved it and we were stoked about it and like 3 months later we just came back out to Portland and we scheduled 16 days to write and record the EP. Um and what it ended up being is like Uh, a a few songs that I thought I would never release just because I didn't think they were that good or they were like too personal or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a a couple old songs that I didn't think were that good and Neil really just found a new life uh, in uh, and that made them all brand new for me. And then one or two like completely brand new songs that we were really stoked about. Um, And I don't know, like because they were so all over the place, it's hard to say where my headspace was at because it's like, I was like, okay, I want to write a record that feels like this. It was just like, well, these are all these songs. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, When You're Around is just about a crush I had on a girl that summer. But other than that, you know, our song Love is about like a relationship thing that happened with me like two years before that even. So like almost five years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then our song Fires I wrote when I was 17 in high school about my friends in high school. Um, And then uh, Bailing is just like a you know, a hypothetical song about a crazy girl that doesn't exist, you know? So it's just, I don't know. I was all over the place and and I I was just feeling good. And I was happy that our, our tracks were sounding really like, um, really HD and, and nice and pretty for the first time. And, um, yeah, we were just stoked. And then it was really, it was a year of like, after we got done recording it, it was a year of emails and anxiety and being less stoked, just trying to figure out what we were going to do with all this stuff we were excited about. Mm -hmm. And then 2019 was all about being stoked that it was working and hitting the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 2020 is horrible. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, my headspace has been all over the place in the best way. And truthfully, 2020 hasn't been horrible for me personally. You know, I'm not complaining. There's people that have it way worse than me. I'm happy I'm healthy. My friends and family are healthy. Um, but um, but it's it's hard to put out content right now. And if I did put out content right now, I wouldn't get to tour on it, and that's that's yeah. our favorite thing, you know. So, and I say content, we're putting out content all the time, songs, mm-hmm. specifically songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, makes sense. That um, was a long answer. I kind of forget. Oh what you no, asked. I'm sorry. No, it was a good answer. <laughs> it, was, it answered hey, the question it was great, well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So, what bands or artists influences do you hear on that EP, if any?
1: Uh yeah, so on that. I like, I like to think that EP is pretty all over the place. Um, we we kind of like fall in line with a bunch of pop punk bands, but I've never really thought of us as pop punk or really anything. And mm-hmm. as we're working on music right now, I, I really don't know what it is. Um, but there's a lot of All Time Low and Jonas Brothers, and there always will be. I know that because I listen to them every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of Bowling for Soup. Like I think our band in a lot of ways is kind of a, like a deconstruction of the form. We take a lot of ideas about these bands and the scenes and i kind of like overanalyze them and then my lyrics turn into this like parody of the thing that it actually is too you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um we've got that line that's like i want to write lyrics about you that hipsters think are lame like that's a deconstruction of everything like indian pop punk fans do in my head Mm -hmm. you know and and i think on the surface there's like those hipster kids are like well that's stupid you're just being stupid but Like, of course I am, you know, I'm the best at being stupid. (laughs) um, But yeah, so I think there's a lot of that. I think there's some, a lot of Jesse McCartney influence. I was listening to a lot of Jesse McCartney at the time. uh, And I still do. Um, There's some, there's some Man Overboard influences on there, especially on Mm Fires. And I love Man Overboard. That, that rare record is so sick. Um, Or Real Talk. Sorry, Real Talk. That Real Talk record is so sick. Um... I don't know. What else was I, what else was I feeling in my heart and soul? I mean, that's a lot of it. Um, I think, I think Ariana was kind of popping at the time. So maybe I was doing some vocal things like her on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just bright, poppy, happy, big, heavy guitar stuff. A lot of five seconds of summer too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So what song off of the EP it took the longest to write?
1: The longest to write? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I've actually never considered that. Um, well, in a way, Fires, because mm-hmm. I started writing it when I was 17, and we did make changes, like, the day it was recorded. So, that, the, it's not like I was working on it every day from 17 to 22, which mm-hmm. is when we tracked it. But, like, I had a version of it when I was 17, and then we changed a lot of things when I was 22, and then it was a whole different thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Right. Um. May, so, maybe, yeah, maybe that... Um. Maybe. Um, hold on. I think friends are pulling up right now. Or no, they're just waving. I can't <laughs> tell. I guess anyone's allowed to be here.
2: <laughs> Bro, they should join.
1: They're welcome to. I don't know these people. Oh. No, we're cool. I think we're good. No, we're fine. They're just getting. They're just getting their car. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, I I would say fires, but also, okay. So bailing. I mm-hmm. think Bailing took the longest in real time. Okay. It, took, okay. it, took, it took me like two weeks to figure that one out and it changed like four times. Oh. So I would say, yeah, probably Bailing. Like I started working on it for the record and it was a totally different song. And then we changed the chorus and we mixed and masked it with another song. And then we changed more when we recorded it. So it's either Bailing or Fires for sure.
0: Okay, okay. Right. solid. Yeah. Um, so for the EP, how did you choose the opener and closer? Did it just kind of fall that way, written that way? How did that happen?
1: Um, I think when you're around the best song and I just wanted it to be first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, uh, I mean, le- that's literally all that was fires. I-, I don't know. I don't really remember. I, we talked about it for a while and, and there was actually a seventh song that no one's heard. that was going to be last. Uh, and we ended up cutting it. Um, and fires just kind of felt like a, a, a kind of big last hurrah, just like, you know, a- a- after all the, after all the BS that is on the rest of the EP, you know, it's just me and my friends sitting around fires and that, that was cool and nice but um for for me really it was like when you're around is uh my favorite and i think and i think that the title track should be right in the center at number three mm-hmm. and after that it was just like yep let's put the rest of them on so yeah, all right that's fair, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. so
2: you guys recently hit one million streams on that ep how does it feel to have oh. just million streams on just an ep
1: so sick i'm really big on goals i'm really big on setting personal goals and um at the beginning of the year i said that i wanted to have a million views or streams on something before mm-hmm. i was 25. um and in january i had a million like there was not a million in my life anywhere not on any socials not in any song not in any streams nothing i had nothing and i turned 25 yesterday and birthday, we got a million yeah, happy birthday thank you. I, thank you i appreciate that i turned 25 yesterday and we got a million streams on the EP, seven million on TikTok, 11 million on a video. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm wow. really happy statistics wise right now. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're chilling. Congrats. Hey, congrats on thank me. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But that, that was a really specific goal of mine and uh, our street team, the not my weekend street team, follow them on Twitter. They're the best. They worked really hard to get uh, when you're around to 300,000. And that was a huge part of uh of Getting us over that million and now and now when you're around 400,000, so I'm I'm yeah. just super happy people are still discovering it and still listening to it And I'm really happy to Build on that momentum and put out new songs when I can so
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Right.
0: Awesome. Um, so you talked about. I appreciate
1: you guys. Yeah uh,
0: oh. Oh. You, you talked about an album that's been recorded and whatnot. what can you tell us about that if anything
1: do it. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you everything. I've got no, I'm I'm not like a keep secrets guy. Our band isn't big enough. (laughs) We, so we, we went and we recorded an album with Neil angle in Portland, Oregon. Um, and admittedly it was a difficult process. Everyone was working full time. Um, and Neil was kind of going through some trauma and my family was kind of going through some trauma, uh, and it made getting the record done difficult, like Mm -hmm. truly um not to say that i don't love it and i'm not proud of it but you know the ep took 16 days and we spent like like two and a half active months and like four passive months finishing and getting the record written recorded mixed, and mastered right okay um and it's a it's a super poppy record there's lots of like teen beach vibes there's lots of stereo skyline vibes there's really big guitars uh, it's pretty happy there's there's like multiple parts with cheerleaders in it oh. um, yeah it's it's quite the record and we finished it up. We even made a couple music videos that are done and edited and in a Dropbox and I love them. I'm stoked on them um, and then we were gonna like and we had a hundred days of tour books this summer, right oh, damn. yeah oh, God so so we and we just started working with dynamic booking and this that, that's a big deal for me. I've wanted to work with dynamic booking and specifically uh joey and chris who booked for us at dynamic since i was like 19. so i was like that was dream come true to be working with those guys Mm -hmm. and then they booked us like like 30 days in june that was going to be sick and then we were starting august like we were so pumped and it was like all right we're dropping these music videos um we're doing our thing we're touring and then march 13th you know so (laughs)
0: yeah
1: so the whole yeah so all of the touring went away and you know we had been kind of shopping the record around a little bit to like um uh not like shopping it but just like showing it to like our good friends and people that are bigger in the industry that i trust a lot you know yeah um and they had all kind of said that like yeah this is cool but like we don't really want to work with it right now mm. um and that's totally you know fine because we're on we are triumphant and i love, uh I love everybody at We Are Triumphant. Greg's the best, hmm. you know? And we were like, all right, well, let's send it to him and let's put it up. Again, this is before COVID, right? Yeah. Um, so COVID happens and just like everyone else in the world, we just, we're not really sure what to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I like talking to people. I like sending emails. I like getting on the phone. So I email everyone that I showed the record to again and said, hey, what's going on? Like, what do you think? And lots of people said, look, we'd just like to hear something else from you. Mm -hmm. And we don't really know what that is. So believe it or not, I've spent the last um, uh, like months and um, I have really actively and my friends have uh, my friends and the rest of the band have really started just getting on the songs, but we're all writing it, but we're writing more stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We're writing and recording more songs right now. Uh, We're doing more co-writes um, with a guy named Jared Gaines. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes under the name Veins on Hopeless Records. Yeah. Um, I, I love the songs that we're making from him or with him, I should say. Um, and then I'm doing... Uh, and then we've got another couple co-writes going with like a personal hero of mine who I'm not going to give it away because it's a okay. cool big surprise. Right. <laughs> um, and, and he's featuring on a song um, and I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and it sounds different. And then we... And everyone seems like more excited about it um there's a couple producers that i didn't think wanted to work with me that i showed these songs They're like dude come by let's start working on it so we're about to have we're about to have 18 recorded songs um and the goal tentatively and i'm confused and not sure what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) but the goal is to get all those sounding just as good as they possibly can um Mm -hmm. and just kind of make a good plan with all the people that I'm very excited that we're currently working with mm-hmm. um, and put out a single and see how that single does. And then kind of pick and choose what the album's going to look like from there. Okay. okay. Um, but e- yeah, again, I feel bad that that's such a confusing answer no, uh-huh. and I feel bad that I'm so confused, uh-huh. but I want to be transparent with my audience. Uh-huh. And I also want to let everyone know that putting out music is a priority for me. But I want to do it as best and big as I possibly can, okay. you know, because like I said, I turned 25 yesterday. None of us. We all graduated from college. It's like it's time to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. I, don't, yeah. and I don't want to be dropping an album that like my team isn't excited about that. I can't tour on.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get that.
1: That makes sense.
0: So the so album, it's,
1: it's, it's a crazy world.
0: Yeah. The album in its current form will not be seeing the light of day. Is what you're telling us
1: Well, like the album in its current form just has more songs on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that every single one comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and and I say I hope, like, it's not up to me. Yeah. Like, I'll put them all out eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, I, um, th- it seems very possible to me that a group of 10 songs doesn't come out before 2021. Okay. If, okay. I, if I'm being real. And th- again, that's all coronavirus Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's all it's a it's a super weird thing, but yeah, like we're gonna start dropping singles, um, eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, exciting. I I really I really can't stress. I love all the material so much. I just want to execute it the best way possible. It's all good news. I'm just I keep having to ask people for patience, and I'm super impatient. So that's it's a buffer. Yeah.
2: That's fair. Yeah. Wait, so you mentioned that you had, like, an extra song that was going to go on the EP, but it just didn't fit, or it just didn't go on. Would you be putting that on the album, or just probably stand not. alone?
1: Probably not. Maybe maybe in the future, I'll just throw that up on YouTube. It's a cool song. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, like, the most Disney Channel thing I've ever done, and don't get me wrong. Like I said earlier, I love Disney Channel, but, yeah. so like... Like the the band was all kind of like, yeah, this is a song, but it's not as good as the rest of the EP. And I okay. agree. I don't I don't think it's as good as the rest of the EP. But you know, like a B sides record one day, absolutely, just put it on there, let everybody listen. Okay. So,
2: okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's exciting. Yeah. You know,
1: Disney yeah. Channel. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm not counting that in the in the eighteen that we're working
2: <laughs> on. Okay. Oh okay. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So your last tour was with Happy how was that yes, and man. uh what was that experience like how did that oh, happen awesome.
1: yeah they're the dudes um that was through um greg the owner of our label at we are triumphant uh sent me a message on facebook and was like hey this happy band's really sick you should tour with them mm. um yeah. and i and i sent tate a message and i was like hey man greg said you guys are cool i'm gonna listen to your stuff and he's like yeah man uh my guys said you guys are cool i'll listen to your stuff and um <laughs> You know, I have lots of conversations like that all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the few where we had that conversation and then we actually did something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just got in touch with their booking guy, we got in touch with our booking guy at the time, um, who has changed now, uh, and they got together and we booked the tour and I did all the promotion behind it uh, and it went great. I mean, there were people at every show and I played a lot of shows where there were no people. So <laughs> it was, no, a, a big dream come true. Denver was amazing, Chicago was amazing, all the Texas dates were amazing. Um, th- those stand out in my mind as being like, oh, my God, we're on tour moments. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. So yeah. pretty sick.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Huh. Uh, do you guys have any pre-show rituals?
1: Uh, not freak out. That's, <laughs> <our> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. We, we do our uh, – you know, I get a lot of anxiety about setup. And I think we all get a little bit of anxiety about setup because – all all the shows we've ever had that have been bad have gen- have uh uh generally been because setting up our gear went poorly yeah. mm-hmm. um like just something with the sound or with the house or just plugging something in and it just doesn't turn on mm-hmm. um so the the part that i get nervous for the most is absolutely plugging our stuff in and crossing our fingers that it turns on and sounds right yeah um so and pretty much if we get to end the end of that uh we all and, and everything is working and we think it's going to go well. We all just take a big, deep breath and go, oh, sick. OK, let's start. <laughs> like, good night. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe if uh, in a couple of years when we all hate each other, we'll do like a big handshake or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like,
1: all right. It's time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So when you were playing live, uh, what songs would you say are your top three to play?
1: When You're Around is number one. All right. Uh, I really like Love. All right um and we have uh, Jonas Brothers cover cover uh sucker
0: that, oh my God. That, we did,
1: that we did at a couple shows that was super sick so that's, yeah. that's awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah that's on Spotify right now too I love that song. Oh,
2: bro. Yeah. okay
0: um so where do you guys see the band in the next five years
1: um I really hope before the next five years it's my full-time job uh you know right right now it's like, uh, right now the band and making content is like 30 to 40 hours of my week. And then there's 20 hours of my week. That's like scraping by for rent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, well I'm not paying rent right now, but you know, soon I will be. (laughs) And, uh, um, uh, so I really hope long before then that's, that's our living. And if five years from now I would like to be like, you, you know, you're talking about me turning 30 years old. I'd like to be really through the looking glass. I'd like to be, uh, a, a notable band that people are excited to tour with and i would and i would like to be writing songs for people like every day we're trying to move the entirety of my afternoon has been spent trying to figure out how we're moving to la at the end of july um, Wow. and and i would like to be five years from now i'd like to be on my third lease in la writing songs for people and and playing really good tours that i'm proud and excited about so all right yeah
2: yeah that's, that's great cool for
1: sure yeah. thank yeah. you
2: yeah that's awesome so um, for the last couple questions, we're actually going to steer away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink?
1: Um, uh, there's, a, there's a restaurant in, um, in uh, Houston, Texas that my, my parents have taken me to for years and that we like have a little tiny percentage of called Lupe mm. Uh And it's just what it sounds like. It's, it's my favorite Mexican food. Um, it's so perfect uh steak lupe or uh or just a huge plate of steak fajitas from uh, from from lupe tortillas with a with a giant dr pepper i i haven 't had dr. Pepper in years because i 'm fully addicted to it like I lost the tooth <laughs> I was drinking so much God but if 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 I was on death row i 'd have a really large dr Pepper yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay that's um, fair yeah. so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you
1: live? Oh, I answered this question recently in a video that has yet to be posted. Um, I don't know. It's tough because there's a lot of fictional worlds where if you're there for a week, your chance of dying goes up pretty high. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Star Wars is cool, but it's also, like, an empire, like, and they kill you. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, oh, maybe Avatar if I could be a bender. Ooh. Um, I think I think air and water are the only right answers true like earth and fire is sick but if you want to talk about like like surfing with water bending Mm -hmm. forget about it um or flying what am I even talking about exactly you can fly yeah yeah yeah. um yeah probably air I I couldn't pass up flying I can surf right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know i all, I always said it would be kind of cool to be in the Harry Potter universe just mm-hmm. if you had nothing to do with Harry Potter, like you yeah. didn't know that guy at all, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, you were just like a bystander,
1: yeah, a hundred percent. you just were good at magic <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so exactly. yeah, maybe 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 one of those, yeah, that'd be cool. that'd be cool.
2: Wait, so what Harry Potter house then?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm a Gryffindor. I'm so a basic. Gryffindor.
2: Okay. Oh uh, Yeah, okay. definitely.
1: Yeah. As I, I'd like to think that I'm too cool and one of the others, but I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely just a Gryffindor. <laughs>
2: Gryffindor. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I respect that. So, um, I have the honor of asking the last question and everybody nice. we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all laugh. Um, it used, it used to be, um, it used to be green but i think red it's been red for like 4 Ooh. years now right. i gravitate you know you know what it is it's that um i haven't bought any of my guitars and all, mm-hmm. all the guitars i have have been um have been given to like gifted to me or or have kind of just like happened upon them uh, and they're and they're all red
0: oh, wow. it's,
1: like it's not it's not me picking them out it's not me saying i want red guitars it just happens to be every guitar that enters in my life is a bright red so wow. It's it, my favorite color is choosing me, baby. That's the, that's, 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 how, that's it, how it is. All right. It's fate. Okay. Um, hundred so percent.
0: So as Corey said, that's all the questions we have for you today. Is there anything you would like to plug?
1: Um, yes, please go check out, uh, my YouTube, youtube.com slash Patrick Gilchrist. Uh, I've been posting every Wednesday for seven weeks now. Oh. Um, and Wednesday is loose. I just try and post once a week because as I say that, um, I'm not posting this coming Wednesday cause I just posted on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a big fireworks video coming out that I'm super excited about. Um, so that's consistent long form content and it all comes back to the band. Um, and you know, my friends in the band are in them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then follow me on TikTok uh, at Patrick Gilchrist. I post there every single day and all that leads back to the band as well. And just keep streaming us on Spotify. If you follow us on Spotify, you will get notified when there are new songs out. So those are, those are the three places where, like, if there's new content going up, you're going to see it. I repost all that stuff on Instagram and Twitter. But, like, if you want to see new stuff from me, it's going to be the Not My Weekend Spotify, um, my YouTube, and my TikTok. So, yeah.
0: All right. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, thank you for sitting now with us. Uh, this has been Pat from Not My Weekend, and we're the Good Noise Podcast.